This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. 11.07 in the morning, you're listening to Battle for Malaysia, BFM's nomination day program. Programming, I'm Shazana Mukhtar with Philip C. and Wong Xiaoning. We're bringing you the latest news and developments taking place across the country today. From Peninsula Malaysia, we turn our sights to the land of the Hornbills, where 31 federal parliamentary seats are at stake. So will Sarawakians play kingmaker in this upcoming general elections and will a consolidation of control by GPS, who currently holds 19 seats, help it achieve this end? To help us understand what's going on in Sarawak, we speak to Professor Datuk Dr. Jayum Jawan, Professor in Political Science at University Putra Malaysia. He's also a fellow at the Academy of Sciences Malaysia. Good morning, Prof. Jayum. Thanks very much for joining us. Let's start off with getting just a broad overview about the main parties and coalitions contending in Sarawak. Thank you very much. Uh, <clears throat> a very good morning. Uh, there is no big surprises. Uh, the main contender, uh, everybody already know, is the uh, Gabungan Parti Sarawak. That's the main serious contender. Now, going up against uh, GPS is probably two, I can see. Uh, one is DAP and the other is uh, 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 PH as a group. Uh, either Pakatan Harapan, but not everybody, not every component is having uh, it's uh, it's uh, putting up its candidate in uh, in Sarawak. So uh, these are the three main series contenders. There are many other local-based parties, but I think they represent uh, an extension uh, of various uh, parties within GPS and former members who have been left out, who have been uh, drop in previous elections, so they rise up again, form parties to uh, to try to reclaim uh, their seats. So that's basically the uh, scenario that we are facing uh, in Sarawak for the moment. So GPS, largest party, 19 of the 31 parliamentary seats. What's your estimation? Do you think they will be able to have a larger share and ex- actually expand their number of seats then? I think uh, they will be able to increase uh, 19 i i i think in the region of about 25 26 i think it's within the reach but i don't think they will be able to like some people have been arguing to sweep through i don't think so uh they uh like i said the main contender uh is uh, dap uh they may lose a few but i don't think they will be wiped out uh they will still have uh, in many dire area, there are many gray area because there are many infighting uh, within the various components. So, uh, taking into consideration that some may be sabotaging each other, uh, then uh, you 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 will have already heard uh, Julau is not an easy fight for the president of PRS in trying to reclaim uh, Julau. Uh, then there is uh, the first woman candidate from PRS in Sri Aman. Uh, she will, uh, she will need, uh, you know, uh, she will have to put up a good fight, uh, be the first woman, yeah. and possibly uh, the the win is behind her. She is from a dominant uh, ruling party, but she herself will have to uh, put up a good fight against. Uh, uh, an incumbent uh, over there. 
Dr. Jaim, help us understand, sorry, you say that uh, GPS is likely to win 25 seats. Of course, this is at the expense of the opposition. Why is it expected the opposition, why is the opposition not going to do so well this time? What is What are the issues against them? Uh, well, basically, first, <laughs> the Malay Melanau seats is going to be swapped by the ruling party. Not even one will be lost. And I, I venture to say that all the opponents of uh, PBB in the Malay Melano area may, may lose their deposit. That has been consistent for many elections, states and federal. Now, the, the component of uh, ruling party, GPS, that is facing problem is the Dayak side. And the Dayak, uh, like I said, PRS, almost many seats are, are very shaky. Uh, for reason I have already stated, uh, uh, there's inviting people who are the may not be uh, supporting uh, the the candidate uh, there is a leadership crisis within the within within the party and then there is the Chinese component uh, the SUPP within uh, GPS now I expect G, uh, SUPP to be making uh, gain this time around why uh, because I, I believe the, the Chinese community in Sarawak will be swinging back to SUPP, uh, partly because they felt that uh, DAP, they have supported DAP in the last uh, general election, uh, with the hope that some of issues that are important to them are going to be addressed by, uh, by DAP when they were part of the Pakatan Harapan government. Uh, that did not materialize. Uh, although the AP was part of the government for a good two years before uh, Pakatan Harapan collapsed. So uh, the Chinese voters may want to punish, but I don't think they will let uh, the AP go dry in Sarawak. Mm. I think they, need, they still need uh, the Chinese voice, the opposition voice to raise issues that may not be able to be raised by SUVP as members of the government. Do you envision the scenario that, look, GPS probably will win more seats, maybe 2025. They could be ultimately kingmaker. Do you envision them to work with any uh, coalition party in Peninsula Malaysia that has the highest vote? Will they work with Pakatan Harapan as a scenario? Well, uh, we have uh, heard unequivocally statement from GPS people, a high-ranking officer, that they're going to sit out, wait, and see who's going to win, and see who's going to make a better offer. So they will, uh, they will support whoever is going to make a better offer. And, and I think that is a very practical politics. Practical yes. for sure, but what's the better offer? What's in that offer that's going to entice them? Um, offer Sarawak a Minister of Finance, uh, offer Sarawak a Minister of Foreign Affairs or uh, Internal Affairs mm. or uh, Defence. Offer them deputy prime minister. I don't think they. I don't think they will catch that. That you know. I didn't. I don't think they will play to that game, because deputy prime minister of what? So if you are deputy prime minister of uh, uh, the ministry of welfare, what can you do? You can do nothing. And Dato, help us understand what's happening on the ground. I mean, you have observed many many elections. Uh, do you expect ground sentiment and voting behaviour to be different from the recently concluded state elections? No. Uh, I think the recently concluded regional election in Sarawak is a good indication of how uh, people are coalescing 
behind the ruling party. Uh, they are coming back. I mean, there is nothing to, to say about Malay Melayu now. They have always been with the government all this while. Uh, the daya, they swing here and there, a few seats. It is the Chinese community that swings either side at different moments. Uh, this time around, uh, they are expected to come back a little bit, but not not uh, the AP is not expected to lose all their seat that they have before, but uh, they may be expected to retain about three uh, Chinese seats. Others uh, may may fall to uh, SUPP, and I think that that is uh, uh, I think that is practical eh, because uh, they want a strengthened SUPP to be able to uh, put out their interest within the government so that team the president has more teeth <laughs> when, <laughs> when he talks to the premier when he talks to the federal government later on and probably when i listen to you right a lot of it seems to be the dynamics of race in how they shape the power play in sarawak i wonder how things like undi 18 or the unregistered voters whether that will shift any dynamics in sarawak then undi 18 in sarawak and also in malaysia i have argued before it's not going to be uh, have a very impactful uh, to the this general election uh, for the very simple reason that I think only 18 has been overrated the important only 18 in Malaysia in Sarawak it comprises no more than 10 to 10 to 15 percent at at the maximum so are you going to argue with me that 75 percent of the population of the registered voter are are going to be their fate are going to be determined by 15%. I think that is not a very uh, empirical and logical argument to say that they are important in determining uh, who's who's going to win. Uh, they are significant voters, just like women, women voters, just like uh, every every other block uh, of uh, of voter. Together, uh, they are important, but not singularly to influence any. I don't think they 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 they, they will. You, you will see that this muda thing. They are, they they go no way. Okay. Uh, in this general election, Dato, that will be the indication. Yes. Doctor, I have a question about the the campaigning, and also so far the rhetoric coming out from the political <coughs> leaders is increasingly taking a Sarawak first tone. Will this continue in this GE fifteen? Uh, it is because that is. <laughs> That is what Sarawak is putting across. You want us, you 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 pay attention to us. You honor your promise. But I for personally do not agree with all this because in the Malaysian agreement, all these are already laid out. It is ours uh, to be implemented. It's not it's not ours, it's not Sarawak, it's not Sabah to be demanded. You don't need to demand things that already belong to you. And I think when you demand something that belongs to you already. I think there's something wrong with the people who are demanding it, uh, because uh, uh, immigration, uh, power sharing, everything—all these are already agreed upon by the leaders, the founding fathers of Malaysia. Uh, there's nothing to demand anymore. It's just about something to implement. So the question now is, who can Sarawakian Sabahan trust to lead the federal government that will honor uh, the wishes of the founding fathers? I think that is the main issue. Professor Datuk Dr. Jayum Jawan, thank you very much for speaking with us. He is a professor in political science at University Putra, Malaysia, and a fellow of Academy Sciences, uh, Academy of Sciences Malaysia, talking to us about the political landscape in Sarawak. 
You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app. 